Hey everybody, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is <laughs> Anything's possible. That's the, that's the opening we're going with. Little little ad lib for the fans. <laughs> until until we solidify something, that's that's what we're rolling with. Dude. I like it. It's December 29th. Uh-huh. When, as of this recording. Coming out on December 31st, New Year's Eve. We made it. We, we made, made it. it. We, we made it through the year. Man, Holy shit. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> been an insane year. What were you doing on this time of year, New Year's Eve 2019? January 29th. I was, um, I, I was at, actually, I was in this house I'm in now. I just moved into this home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came here to hang out with my friends for New Year's Eve. And then we went to a, a party. And I, you know, we, we, were, we were allowed to do that. That was safe-ish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were able to be social, you know, and I was living life, and we were all living life. Things were good, Lucas. Things were good. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was at a, uh, I was in, at a cabin. I took a New Year's Eve trip with some family friends out to a uh, cabin in Utah. Oh, I think I remember of, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I read a book, uh, cozied up, watched some movies, ate some food. It was a perfect little thing, and now these it's are, like... These are pre-podcast times. Yeah, pre- <laughs> yeah. We got, well, everything's uh, post everything's post thanks for playing or pre thanks for playing actually. so p oh shit they're both ptfp then if we abbreviate them. <laughs> um we'll do yeah. a and um b and a btfp and af tfp oh, you're confusing the audience now i don't think I anybody knows what you're saying uh, yeah, it's been, um, I mean, obviously so much has changed since thinking back on New Year's Eve last year, you know, um, yeah. basically exactly one year ago to the day. And, um, it's just insane, man, how much has seriously changed, not just for, for me personally, but you know, for the world and basically none of the rules from last year apply to what's going on this year. And, um, it's, it's really something when you think back on it, because there were a lot of very sudden changes throughout the year, you know, there was a lot of moments where things very changed very quickly. Like I remember back in, um, back in March when, you know, LA just shut down very abruptly and no one knew what was going on. Um, and then you think back over a longer period of time and you're like, wow, that feels like nothing. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. like that. And then we opened back up again at one point and I was eating I ate inside of a restaurant. I remember like in June, which feels insane. Feels yeah. Like I, insane. I had, had a, I've eaten inside a restaurant once during this whole thing. <laughs> One really? time. Yeah, it was in Utah, Zion. We didn't really have a choice. But oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just needed food. It was great. Great fried chicken. Shout out to that restaurant. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, it's no, crazy. it's how, how jarring it was, you know, just and thinking, thinking it's all temporary, right? You know, it, this happens in March. It's kind of like, uh-oh. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was, it, I'm not it, trying to make light of COVID, but that was kind of like, Obviously, we knew it was serious, but we had no idea how it was going to be affecting us. So, you know, entering 2021 now, and unfortunately, you know, things really haven't gotten that much better as far as spread-wise. Obviously, we have the vaccines coming out now, which is very exciting, and hopefully, you know, over the next coming months, everyone can have a shot at, you know, getting their vaccine. Yeah. Um, vaccines are good, people. <laughs> wanna, <laughs> vaccines are good. This is a pro-vaccine podcast. Wanna <laughs> want to put that out there in the world, and I don't want to kill any rumors any, any rumors right now um yeah i mean it's it's weird it's, it's what a jarring year and yeah it, every generation has like their thing they talk about probably you know this is our thing this is our thing except yeah. boomers it's, 
Yeah. I guess, yeah, Vietnam. I'll take that back. I apologize. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy, too. Yeah, this is totally our thing. I mean, me and you are in our mid-20s experiencing something like this. So this is, you know, before we've started families, before we've gotten yeah. married. And this is totally what I'm going to talk about, like, to my kids. And they're going to roll They're going to be eyes. asking, like, Daddy. <laughs> da- Daddy Lucas. <laughs> Daddy Lucas. Uh, yeah, they're going to call me Daddy like, Lucas. Pap- Pappy, what was COVID like? Yeah, and and we just learned about COVID in school. We just learned say, about COVID. I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's putting food on the table right now. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, I think that this How is weird. this is the like generational defining you know event that's going on, and it's crazy because it's you know for generations it be, it might be like a war or it might be economic turmoil, it might be um, you know political upheaval, <laughs> and we we get all of it all at once in one little package deal. <laughs> we really uh, <laughs> so um, oh, yeah, quite quite a year. Um, I think that. Um, you know, obviously, me and Matt did have a, a very productive year in 2020 of, of starting this podcast and, and able to work remote and and live our lives to, to the best of the degree that we could in relative safety. But for those of you that, you know, didn't get to do all that, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with having just survived 2020. There's nothing wrong with having just made it through um, an, a, the craziest year that anybody's ever experienced yeah. tonight. I just everyone, to... everyone deserves uh, a year-end bonus for making it this far. Yeah, seriously. And you know, we, you know, we all happen to be getting that year-end bonus, six hundred bucks. <laughs> Thank God for that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's tough. Hey, I, I, five days of rent now. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to roll my eyes too much at that because it's, I mean, it should be more. It should be a lot more, and it should be more. It should be consistently a lot more. Um, yeah. I mean. Money is money, so people are gonna take it. People are gonna have to take it, but oh my god, in LA, that's basically five to seven days of rent, depending on where you yeah, live. Yeah, I mean, I'm in I'm in San Diego, and not quite as expensive as LA, but um, you know, it's Southern California in a big city, so <laughs> yeah, kind of re- read the writing on the wall there. But yeah, hey, yeah. I guess we'll take we <laughs> obviously we'll take what we can get. <laughs> yeah, but COVID aside, man. 2021 is bringing in the first full year with uh, a new console generation, you know, kind of a a bumpy start maybe to the release of the new consoles with all the scalping going on and some of the most anticipated games like Cyberpunk, debatably, (laughs) on what you're playing it on, kind of turning things up short. Um, I want to break down with you really quickly some of the most anticipated games according to thenextweb.com. Got to give credit where credit's due. Um, some of the most anticipated games of 2021. We're going to go down the list here. All right, you ready? Okay. All right, we're going to start. I'll give, you, I'll give you super hot takes on every single one. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Hot takes. Fuck yeah. All around. Uh, hot takes, I like that. All right, Halo Infinite. Go. Okay. Halo, out. It's done. It's gone. No one cares about <laughs> Halo anymore. Next one. Get out of here! <laughs> Next game. You got nothing for really? Just no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Halo. No, I, I honestly, I agree. the The peak of Halo, as far as I'm concerned, was Halo Three Forge. That's it. Okay, so we sound old when we say that, though. I I love, I We're loved not, Halo. <laughs> I loved Halo when I was, when I was 13 and 14 years old, playing on Xbox Live with all my friends. Dude, some of my was favorite great. gaming memories is like Halo custom games. Yeah, so absolutely. Fun. Make yeah, like fucking the like greatest. the craziest game modes, like Alien versus Predator, or like we had a we had a Jenga game mode. My friends and I, nice. we use like gravity hammers to to uh, hit like 
uh, whatever at um, like the cinder block stacks to try and knock people down. It's crazy. Did you ever play Trash Compactor on Halo? Yes. That was a good one. That was fun. That was a a really fun one. Did you ever play, uh, there was one called Fat Kid. Did you ever play that one? I think so, yeah. It's it was just a, a guy that moved. One guy would move at oh, the slowest and he, speed. Oh, but he had like hella shields and hella yeah, gravity, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, just be, it would just be him like slowly walking towards like five people and they're all just shooting rockets and splazers at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was yeah, so yeah. fun. Gosh, oh, man. good days. Yeah. So anyway, we, we look back on that so fondly, right? And then game design took a sharp turn. Uh, after that and start getting into realism with like call of duty being the number one shooter for a little while people getting into games like over are people getting into games that were more like um i guess more tactical you know uh csgo uh things like that and then and then we had a shift with things like apex legends uh titanfall destiny and overwatch where we mm-hmm. started kind of going more towards like kind of that halo design so it seems like halo was ahead of all these games that we used to have before. Yeah. Our, the games that we have now that follow similar design philosophies, Halo was doing it forever ago, you know? And, I mean, it's, it's going to be cool to see it come back, but, like, I don't see myself playing Halo when I have Apex, you know, and I have yeah. the ability to play, like, Titanfall and Destiny and all these games that have, like, all this verticality and sci-fi. Halo just... I think I Halo Infinite, think I that think it niche. has a grappling hook, so you got, you got that. Oh, sick! Just like I, I remember, actually, cool. I remember like the <laughs> the reveal trailer. I, I watched it on YouTube, and the comments were like, "Why does everything have a fucking grappling hook now?" You know, <laughs> it's just kind of little little truth to that. But hey, Titanfall had a grappling hook. Titanfall was fucking sick. So I'm all for grappling hooks, especially in multiplayer. Um, adding that much dynamic movement is sick. So who knows? Maybe it'll be a dope game. I'm probably not going to play it. <laughs> That's my take. Maybe we'll do it on the podcast. We have a. If if uh, if Ninja wants to come on as a guest and he wants to do Halo Infinite, fine, we'll do it. But I, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think it's gonna occupy as much of a space that Halo Three occupied back then. I don't I, I think there's too many games now. But maybe it is, and we just don't actually know it. No, as I was gonna say, maybe it 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 will, and we're just not seeing it because we're not in it's like the younger target demographic now. You know, um, what's how how are we gonna get kids to stop playing Fortnite? Halo Infinite? No. <laughs> how are we gonna get kids to stop playing minecraft halo infinite no no i mean it's I'm, I'm excited it's great it's a halo game come on halo is, le- is at this point a legendary franchise in video games but i mean nothing's gonna take people away from what they've been the model is you play one game now you play one game and you you maybe play a couple single player games if you're cool like me and matt and i don't think anybody's getting taken away from the multiplayer games they they play every day right now yeah that's true that's my hot take on halo infinite Hot take here. here Moving folks. on. What else we got? Resident Evil Village. Okay. <laughs> ow, ow. It's done. Halo, Resident, Resident Evil's dead franchise. Next game. I got nothing to say about it, so I'll <laughs> I've, no, never played, no. I've never played it. I've never played I've actually never played any of the Resident Evils. I, really? Might be good to do like RE4 for the podcast or something, because I know that's a really well-known one and well-received, but... Who knows, I'll probably shit on it and get more hate mail or something. So they're all fun. they're all good. <laughs> I, I I mean I the first Resident Evil game I played was Resident Evil One back in the day. Um, I'm I'm not sure the they aged super well because they remade them and they completely revamp how the games are played and like the control scheme and things like that. Um, uh, so I don't know. Going back to the very original iterations of Resident Evil might be a little little tough. Resident Evil Four still holds up pretty well. 
I played that actually a couple of years ago and it was still really solid. Uh, Resident Evil Five is good. Resident Evil Six is good. Um, cause they, but they do start kind of diving into this action oriented, uh, like third person action game, kind of yeah. like what happened to dead space. Dead space just became a action game rather than yeah. a survival horror game. And then Resident Evil Village, I, I think play, is I in, need to play dead space too. Actually. I haven't done that one yet for the pod for the pod. We'll, I, I we'll think we'll I have that, that up for next October. It's on the list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Resident Evil has been doing this return to form. That's really cool where they're, they're kind of going way back to just great horror elements, isolation, survival horror, and um, genuinely scary, uh, for sure. And uh, not, not jump scary, but like psychological scary. And um, I, I'll, I'll probably try and play, play Village, for sure. Hell yeah. All right, next one. Uh, Vampire, The Masquerades, Bloodlines 2. Okay, don't know much about this game. I don't like the title. All right, that's all we need. <laughs> Hitman. <laughs> if three. someone could write in and tell us what's going on with that game, <laughs> thanks that'd for be playing great. Pod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> also, yeah, quick plug. Why not? Um, if you want to shoot us an email, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, maybe bring a topic for the podcast, suggest a game. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for playing Pod at gmail.com, and leave a review on a on a iTunes podcast, Apple Podcast, if you can. Why not? On Spotify. All right, commercial break done. Hitman 3, go. Uh, haven't played a Hitman game since, like, the original run of Hitman from way back in the day, but I do understand, from what I understand, Hitman is really great. Um, I hear about how awesome it is all the time, how, like, you can replay levels. It's very sandboxy. You have the ability to kill your target in a lot of different ways, um, and you have a lot of different choices in the game that are really, really interesting the more you play it. So, seems really cool. Um Still haven't really played a Hitman game, so I, I I think this is the time to pick it up, 2021. Yeah, I think the, I mean, Assassin, cool, right? Um, yeah. I'm well, it's different, dumb. though, because it, it has a lot of sandbox, like, elements where you can make really interesting choices throughout a level to kill your target. Sure. You can kill your target in multiple different ways at different times, and you can set up different situations that will play into where your target is at a certain time where somebody needs to be at a certain time. So it is. it does seem like a very cool, well, like, game design game. Just never picked it up. Thank you for that. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. I have not played any Monster Hunters either. Man. So I don't know how it's... I've heard they're great. Neither. There's um, so many games to play. This makes me You haven't played realize. any either? I haven't. I had a group I know, of friends I know some of our friends, like uh, Eddie. Eddie's, Edgar's played them and he's loved them. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm sure it'll be dope. Hopefully, uh, bravely default two. I haven't played this, uh, or any of the, the original bravely default. I haven't played. Um, I I've only heard good things about it. <laughs> um, it's probably another dope game. This is the first time I'm hearing about bravely default, but I am a fan of the really? title. Yeah. What is bravely default? Can you give me the skinny on that one? Um, I, I, I RPG, um, let's, let's, that will do a quick, uh, <laughs> we're gonna do the quick, do the quick, yeah, quick google um it's the benefits of doing this recorded <laughs> um it is a known in japan as bravely default flying fairy role-playing video game uh yeah rpg game is what it looks like i don't really know any of the semantics about it but another just Jap jrpg um oh, probably good that's why i missed it, it was on the 3ds so it was, it, was uh, easy to, yeah. it was easy for me to miss personally because i never had a 3ds Dude, I bought a 3DS too. just to play Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> I, that's oh, how man. committed of a fan I am. 
uh, on the trailer. So I'm very excited for when we eventually do an episode on Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, I am I am a fan of JRPGs. Um, I like the name Bravely Default. And um, pretty uh, pretty chibi, pretty kawaii, if you ask me, looking at the screenshots here. Kawaii. <laughs> yeah, so. man. It's got, like, that kawaii art style. For I'm sure. Into it. Okay, I'm into it. Yep. Okay, we are an official Bravely Default 2 podcast. All right, there you go. Uh, Horizon, Forbidden West. Yes. So, Have you played the, Did you play the first one, Horizon Zero I never played Horizon Zero Dawn. It actually came out the same exact time as Breath of the Wild. And I do remember getting in debates with people over what was the better game um i didn't have the sorry you said you did it. or you didn't play it i did not play it did no. not play it um at that time my pretty much 100 percent of my time was taken up by breath of the wild um and i know people that like played breath of the wild played breath of the wild for a minute and then got bored and then immediately moved on to horizon zero dawn saying that it was just like the better open world game that was out at that time and there, there was a lot of very direct comparisons between like horizon and breath of the wild uh, so it's kind of cool seeing like how this is now coming out and the Breath of the Wild 2 sequel or the Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild sequel is getting developed too, possibly coming out 2021, most likely coming out 2022. Yeah, I'd be shocked um, if we saw it 2021. Yeah, I'd be I'd be shocked too, but it'd be pretty be pretty sick. Um, I played yeah. I did play a little bit of Horizon Zero and how was I it? didn't beat it because it was on my sister's PlayStation and I just, I don't have a PlayStation 4. Um, it's it's a cool game. I and honestly it didn't grab me like everyone like it wasn't as amazing at least for my first impressions as like everyone was saying it was but it's definitely seems like a fun game and i'm sure if i give it more time i would have liked it but i'm uh i'm uh i'm bullish on horizon forbidden west that's the, <laughs> okay. the analysts the analysts are saying buy <laughs> buy calls horizon forbidden west yeah. we're bulls on Love this it. one um ratchet and clank rift apart this looks sick um have you seen the gameplay like the announcement trailer and the gameplay I think footage I of it, mm-hmm. it looks crazy. That what they're really doing is just like showing off SSDs, um, or yeah, solid oh, state this drives. Is, this is and, the one that got. Sorry to interrupt. This is the one that got like a lot, of, a lot of praise because it had like re, it had done reflections correctly for once in a video game. <laughs> I do remember that being. I think so. The, and then sorry. they were just like a big premise of the game is um, as you can kind of imagine with the title Rift Apart. You're basically jumping through rifts and as far as i can tell like entering either parallel realities or different dimensions something along those lines and how smooth the transition was between uh worlds was incredible um and assuming you know that's not just some like bullshit cinematically put together and it seemed like actual gameplay that's super exciting and frankly the game looked phenomenal so i'm really excited to see how that's received and if i do get a playstation 5 whenever they're <laughs> available whenever they're available ever, um, that's definitely one that's going to be on my, on my list. Cause I, truthfully, I haven't really played any Ratchet and Clank games, but I, I played a lot of Jack and Daxter growing up on the PlayStation two. And I think those are kind of a similar vein yeah, style yeah. of game. So I think I'd really enjoy it. Um, kind of like, um, fun character driven adventure. Yeah. It's good. Like action shooty. adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RPGs up next one. I am stoked for Hogwarts legacy. Wait, Matt, is J.K. Rowling involved in this? They made a point to say J.K. Rowling is not involved in Hogwarts Legacy. Um, kind of maybe a little passive aggressiveness when they said that. Um, you know, uh, there, there's a lot to say about J.K. Rowling. I don't think we have to go too deep into that. Kind of a an, a, a whack a wacky a wacky lady to say the least. Harry Potter books are <laughs> excuse me. Harry Potter books are pretty dope, but. 
she um she likes to talk probably yeah. too much <laughs> um and maybe not the nicest lady and not ex- most accepting lady either but hey, hey. um not she, okay she but, made a six she uh, made a six series of, of books but she made some and, good books and she's kind of a series of movies actually yeah. you know i'm gonna say it i don't like jk rowling <laughs> I'll, come out, I'll come out and say it we were um, dancing around that drain no we were, we were dancing around it a bit but yeah she's like not a probably not a good person we'll leave it at that <laughs> um yeah I, i'm i'm stoked for hogwarts legacy i don't think it's multiplayer i'm not sure i think it's just like a single player rpg uh, I'm not sure if it's set like before or after Harry's time, but I know it's 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 a high quality AAA magic wizard video game set in the Harry Potter world. I mean, yeah. that's pretty sick. Um, that's exciting. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not directly following you know Harry Potter and the characters and stuff like that. And obviously, they said that J.K. Rowling is not involved. And I, I you know, the the J.K. Rowling not being involved comment is interesting because J.K. Rowling is a little talk is like a little nuclear. Right now, you can't really include That's her in a lot of things. That's the way to put it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's made some comments online that have not been great. And, uh, tra- you know, specifically, she's made transphobic comments, and she's really tried to shoehorn in um, diversity and pandered to a new generation of Harry Potter readers um, by forcing in a lot of, retroactively adding in a lot of character traits that, that weren't her original intention, yeah. um, thereby being a, quote, culture vulture. <laughs> anyway yeah. um so so that's one reason to make make a point that jk rowling isn't involved in the game but the other reason is to say hey this is actually our own original thing we just that's got exciting. the rights to the harry potter world it doesn't have to do with harry potter necessarily in fact the name is hogwarts um so it's it's interesting it's gonna hogwarts itself is synonymous with you know harry potter in that world right and they're finally this is the first IPs. I think this is the IP's first attempt to actually separate from the words Harry and Potter, right? Because even like uh, Universal Studios Hollywood, it's called the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. That's like the attraction there. It's not called, you know, Hogwarts. It's not called, you know, whatever the hell the, vi- the name of the village is that you're in there at, at Universal. So this is the first time I think Harry Potter's not in the name for something Harry Potter related, but I think it's going to stand up on its own very well. Yeah, no, it's exciting. And um, I, I did another quick Google search. Um, Hogwarts Legacy is set in the late 1800s, um, and it'll have a lot of, um, just, you know, exploring Hogwarts, you know, taking classes, all that fun stuff, and it'll have a morality system. So that seems Sick. exciting. Yeah, I, the I, last... all, I love a good morality system. So The last uh, Harry Potter game I played was, like, the CD-ROM game on the computer from like 2001 dude so, i played a lot of them huge. i played uh chamber of secrets on like the playstation uh prisoner of azkaban on playstation 2 uh there was a quidditch one quidditch world cup i played that on the playstation 2 that one was sick and then i think those are the only ones i, I think i played goblet of fire and phoenix but i didn't like them that much but yeah man every back when <laughs> back when every single movie that came out needed a video uh, game get, right seriously all right, and last on the, yeah, last on this list, The Medium, which I don't know a lot about this game, but it is a psychological torment adventure that takes place in Poland. Shout out to my motherland. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and it looks pretty cool. It's like a horror slot or horror game, excuse me. And yeah, it looks like they can the main character, the, the titular character can go back and forth between like the evil realm and the good realm. And I watched the trailer and it looks sick. 
and it's fun. probably gonna be a super fun game and probably terrifying game that I probably probably make me cry a little bit if I play. It, so <laughs> I dude, I scare so easy into video games. I tried playing one horror game called Detention once, and I was trying to stream it too, and I was just like so stressed. I wasn't having fun. I was I was just stressed, and I was just. Yeah, it's probably good content, honestly, because I look like an idiot. But hey, man, it was don't be afraid. I was scared. I mean, it's just a video game, though. It it's, can't hurt you. It ain't real, right? It ain't real. Fuck. All right, that's <laughs> um, that's all we got. Honestly, on this list, I think I'm probably most excited for Harry Potter. I really want that to be good. Yeah, I, I, that's I really so want you a too. good. Actually, no, it's not Harry Potter. I really want a good Hogwarts game. Yes, I think it'd be fun. Exactly. I think yeah. it'd be sick. So, I'm uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm optimistic that for that game. I'm it, it, you know, honor honorable mention. I think I'm most excited for Breath of the Wild two, um, which is currently in development and could possibly come out in 2021. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of games that like feel like they could have been coming out around this time. You know, Metroid Prime Four could have been coming out around this time. Yeah. Um, well. Actually, I think they're still really far um, back in development on that game because they were just recently hiring for it. Um, but it feels like forever ago that they announced Metroid Prime 4 was in development. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because it's these are all like really exciting games that we want to come out. Hogwarts being really cool. Uh, I yeah. think I want to play Hitman and Horizon. And we'll, we will definitely end up playing a little bit of Halo in some form or another, um, whether it's for the podcast or just in our off time, whatever. Um, but it's interesting because it's like the most anticipated games of the year. Like I think as gamers and as a community of people, we're so jaded by this, by this idea now yeah. with things like now cyberpunk kind of proves it, right? It's like anticipation is not the way to go, right? Like you, hopefully this is a, a, a learning lesson for a lot of developers and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even want to know that your game is going to drop until it's done and drop it in three weeks. Yeah. Like, that's how you got to do it. You know, it's like these, there's games that are that, I mean, the, the game that just won game of the year, we talked about it was Hades. And that game was like, not this big anticipated thing. I mean, it was just a great game that just a great developer like, made crazy. Yeah. And dropped, you know, I mean, I know it was in like early access for a while or in beta or whatever, but I mean, for the most part, it wasn't like, they didn't pour money into talking about the game. They just made the game, you know? And and kind of going back to the other thing is we we as gamers play the same games most of the time. We don't have... There's not League of Legends 2. There's not Apex right. Legends, yeah, you know, revamped or something like that. We, we're going to keep playing the games, games that we play. And even, like, uh, a great example, too, is Among Us. Apparently, they said they were going to be working on it, Among Us 2. And they're like, no, it, no, we have a good product here. We're just going to keep iterating on what we currently have and adding more maps and things like that. So yeah, and and I, I mean, that's just the model for video games. And you know, at, it kind of raises a few interesting questions that I we could be another a whole another episode in of itself. But like, <clears throat> what becomes the game that you judge, right? What becomes the the definitive version of the game, or is there even ever going to be one? Yeah. And and at, at the end of the day, you can't anticipate. You can't create a list of these games to anticipate. Like, oh, I'm really anticipating this big update that's coming out for Among Us in three months. It's like, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, and that's a weird idea, right? But um, that is the things that we got to be anticipating, you know, because ultimately those are going to be the most fun things. It's like, oh, a new map came out for Apex Season 7. 
we're gonna uh, we're gonna anticipate the new season and, and the new DLC more than we anticipate the new games. You know, exactly. That's my kind of nailed exactly my point. Yep. Yeah. Damn. But um, uh, fuck, I got nothing. Let's <laughs> try to go up with something clever, and it, it didn't didn't come through. You know what? That's all right. Leave a review about it. Maybe you didn't like that. <laughs> um. All right, man. I um, what are Lucas? We we said it once this podcast. I'm gonna say it again. December 29th, as of this recording, it is this is releasing this Thursday on New Year's Eve. What are as cliche as it is, what are some of your goals? You know, what a, what do you want to do this year? What is it, it? It doesn't even have to be like the bullshit like resolutions. Just like a simple thing, you know. Like for for me, example, I'm just trying to set better habits. You know, like yeah. quit procrastinating little things. Like for example, something as simple as is I picked up a prescription the other day from CVS, and the old me would have left that you know brown paper bag they gave me on my desk for like a day maybe, and then I would have thrown it away just because I'm lazy as fuck. The new me said, no, I'm gonna. Take all my medicine out. I'm gonna toss that in the garbage. Get out of here! I don't want it. <laughs> that's 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 the new Matt. You know, and I like little it. little things like that. I'm trying to just build better habits because habits stay with us forever. You know, that's and if right. we want to we want to have a good foundation, you gotta build those habits now. I like it. Yeah. So that's like that's my basic goal. It's just to have better habits in 2021. That's a great broad goal to have. And to I, clarify, I I'm not a hoarder. Awesome. I just want to. <laughs> yeah, your room seems very clean. I think you guys you know what fine. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I think um, I want to. I want to keep it. That's. It's. I think that goal is really cool because it's. It's very simple, and it's very broad. So it's like at every turn, at every corner, you're gonna find a, a new habit that's gonna be healthier for you to yeah. improve upon. So those habits are definitely going to lead to more discoveries. And are this goal is definitely going to lead to more discoveries for different habits and a healthier lifestyle, mentally, physically, and all that stuff. Um, so that's great. That's a good goal. Mine, mine are a little more specific, I think. Um, I just want to read a lot more books. I think I want to watch more movies. I do want to read a lot more. I have a lot of books queued up. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's something that we, we got to be doing. I, I remember I, I thought about this. I was thinking, I was remembering this thought that I had. Um, years ago, and when I was in college, I read so much. I read so much just because you have to read a lot. Um, and uh, for those of you that don't know, I, I majored in film and just reading a lot of like film analyses and um, essays on on film and history and things like that. It just turns into quite a bit of reading on any on on any normal Thursday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> which was very, which was a lot. Um, and I remember thinking, man. I don't, I, I'm enjoying this, but I don't really want to be reading this. I kind of want to read that fiction book that somebody recommended. You know, I kind of want to read that other philosophy book that somebody talked about recently on a podcast. And I remember thinking, man, I can't wait till I'm done with college so I can stop reading what I'm forced to read and I can just start reading what I want to read. Mm-hmm. And then when I finished college, that didn't, I, I didn't even start doing that. I would say the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I, I just want to make it be more conscious of going like, okay, like, instead of playing this game of league or jumping into some apex for an hour why don't i just read i'm gonna i'm gonna like it more anyway it's gonna lead to it's gonna relax me more it's going to like stimulate my brain in a in a not necessarily a better way or worse way but in a different way that my brain is lacking healthy yeah it's healthy plus i mean there's just i'm a big fan of experiencing classics of any medium i think it's important to to find foundations wherever you go 
And um, there's like so many classic books and novels that I, I haven't even touched yet. Um, and, and even contemporary authors that I want to get into because I know that they have very strong voices. Um, so yeah, that's my goal. I love that. I love that. Yeah, man. I, I'm excited to read more too. Honestly, I, I got books for Christmas. What'd you, yeah. Hey, what'd you get for Christmas, Lucas? Um, not much, honestly, because my Christmas was just me right. here yeah. by myself. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, did get, safe. I did get a really cool, uh, t-shirt from my sister. Um, it's it's a uh, Junji Ito t-shirt. Um, for those of you that don't know, Junji Ito is a... Um, oh, I actually mentioned him on one of our previous episodes. He's a horror, psychological horror mangaka, and he writes... Um, he's written a lot of stuff that you guys probably know. The uh, Enigma of Amigara Fault, uh, Uzumaki. Dude, that, that one is... So, yeah. I haven't read Uzumaki yet, but the Enigma of the... What's, what's the... Amigara what's Fault. Amigara. Yeah. That freaks me out every time I read it. I, know, I read it like once one. a year just to keep me honest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> not, not to make sure I don't get yeah. any weird cracks. It, and that's not even like his most, you know, I mean, his, his magnum opus is said to be Uzumaki and, uh, he has even more ones that are slipping my mind right now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my sister got me a t-shirt of his, um, and it has his artwork on it and, uh, it's pretty sick. <laughs> so I was stoked on that. And, um, yeah, I got philosophy books. <laughs> hey man. I, uh, I'm excited sick. about them. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, I, I want to, oh, I got, um, one called a. Very, very, it's a very straightforward title, very honest. A Short History of Philosophy <laughs> um, right. by Robert Solomon. And shout-outs to Wisecrack. Um, answer my emails. <laughs> 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 I want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared one of the was one of the head honchos over there, recently left. Um, is, uh, he recommended it to anyone that really, wanna, that really wants to broaden their philosophy and you know, just learn more. Um, so I'm excited to read that, and I got one called Think, which is just like another, I don't know, think, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> I then, think I know um, what it's about. Yeah, yeah. and then you, uh, my, my, my dear friend Lucas Luna got me a book called uh, I Am a Strange Loop, which I haven't had a chance to dig into yet because I'm not exaggerating when I say I have like five, I have like five books in my backlog now, but um, it is like about the self. Right. And, and the eyes is what I was getting from it. And like, what do you mean? When, what do we mean when we say I, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's a, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. It, it's a philosophy of the mind book. Um, and, and it kind of explores the, the idea of I or the idea yeah. of me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm really I own a copy excited. My, I own a copy myself. He owns yeah. a copy. He could, yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I'm really excited to read all those books and just kind of try and watch more like you know movies like outside of like the traditional you know marvel shit and stuff i already did a pretty good job of that i think but i just want to broaden my perspective and you know i want to open my my third eye as a joe joe rogan would say you know maybe od on dh dmt right dmt we want we want to od on d od on dmt yeah don't od on dmt sorry (laughs) you can't be too careful these days you know we are we promote healthy living on this podcast um yeah yeah man i'm excited just to learn more and get better at critically thinking because like in my job right now i mean i won't go too far into details i'm a recruiter and that's not really too much critical thinking with what i do it's just a lot of like staying diligent and doing your job type of thing and you know staying focused and organized so i'm excited to um go back into that part of my brain work more into critical thinking and use that to kind of form it better, you know, make better podcasts, make better content in general, make better, you know, eventually, um, I'm going to say right now we have hopefully big plans for 2021 that we want to execute on. 
you know, Lucas and I, we want to start producing more YouTube content, more video content, or start producing video content, I should say, and really just kind of up our game and bring the listeners, you wonderful people, more content, because <laughs> we, we, we have a lot of fun doing this, and we want to keep doing it and growing it, and I'm really excited to use these books and stuff I'm getting and knowledge to kind of help better um, promote that vision that we have and hopefully execute on it. And uh, I'm also saying this for accountability because I want I want us to do cool shit this year, Lucas. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, It'll be fucking yeah. fun. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah, and I mean Matt, Matt just dropping the the announcement bombs left and right. But yeah, we do want to bring bring the world more uh, more content into 2021. You know, dive into YouTube and not just host these podcast episodes and videos on YouTube, but also start really diving into creating great content. You know, um, new ideas bringing up like new ideas, good ideas, um, different subject matter, analyzing video games, movies, music, culture, anything that we can get our hands on because yeah. that's what me and Matt really love to do. Yeah. It's going to be a, hopefully a very exciting year uh, for thanks for playing, you know, and we, we've honestly, we've been doing this for like, I think, I think we technically started in July is when it trailer came out July 28th. So we've been doing this for about, plus or minus five and a half, four months, give or take, um, working on this. And working on the podcast in general, I think we you first brought this idea up to me in like May, I want to say. Yeah. So this has been something we've been doing for over half a year now, which is fucking crazy, but I love it. I love every fucking minute of it. Um, and we just recently broke a thousand listeners. We haven't haven't released that yet. I uh, haven't put that on Instagram yet, but that's, that's news. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that's big news. news. That's big news, man. <laughs> someone, someone call call Donnie up in the White House and let him know. <laughs> um, let that piece of shit know we just hit one thousand downloads pretty recently. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're having we're having fun here. We want to keep having fun. We're we're hitting our goals that we want to hit, and we're excited to bring you, the people, good content next year and better content, and grow and think with you. Lucas, Great. any, 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 that's all anything I got to add on there. Uh, no, no, you fuck it. You we're done. It. 1000 downloads, 2020, baby. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> and remember, remember it, Matt. What do we always say to the good people of this world? Anything's possible. <laughs>